0: Well, hello, and welcome to the Mystery School for Sunday, November 24th of 2013. This is Michael Benner in Los Angeles, your host every week for the Mystery School programs, classes, webinars, which we also podcast on personal and spiritual development. And the holiday season is approaching. It's in the air. I hope you can feel it sense it, and are aware of it. Also, willing to contribute to it, because it really is about what you put into it, what you make it. So, I hope you're anticipating a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. Those of you in the United States, that's the majority of our listeners, though we do have people listening all over the world who may not celebrate Thanksgiving. It's uniquely an American holiday. But, of course, everybody understands the importance of gratitude and giving thanks, and so I thought this would be a good time for all of us, wherever we happen to live, to review Thanksgiving. And then we approach next month solstice, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, and uh, New Year's. And those are celebrated at different times by different people, different religions, uh, different ethnicities and societies. But uh, usually around midwinter, the solstice, there's some sort of celebration. And so this is, as I say, the holiday season, especially in the United States, and a very good time to appreciate what we have. We'll talk a little bit today about why that's important, why it's a path to happiness, but even more than that, why it is a means. Gratitude, I'm talking about, and Thanksgiving, a sense of appreciating what you do have, rather than focusing our desires only on what we do not have and what we would like to have. You know, We just did a program on your heart's desire, and pretty much any accomplishment or sense of attainment begins with desire, but it's a balanced walk, and to focus only on desire without counterbalancing it with a sense of appreciation for what you already have is to increase the likelihood of poverty in your life. And I mean not merely financial poverty, but a poverty of relationships, a poverty of opportunity, a poverty of meaning and purpose. And so we need to talk a little bit about how the mind works, about the magnetic nature of consciousness or awareness, understanding, and how that works exactly. So that's what we're going to do, and I'm going to save a few minutes for a little meditation exercise here in the free forum, and then hopefully you'll be able to join us at 1030, about 25 minutes from right now, 1030 Pacific Time, 1.30, and the East Coast, 18.30, Universal. Or by Replay On Demand, if you're already registered, if you've already registered and signed up, or if you're able to spend that time and effort, trundle on over to our primary website, theagelesswisdom.com. You can sign up with your ATM card, your bank card, credit or debit card in literally 60 seconds or so. And the thank you page will give you the URL and password you need to join us for the premium training. And then we'll go into depth on this whole idea of consciousness and awareness being magnetic. What does it mean that you're understanding, your big picture of what's happening in your life, that that awareness, the awareness behind your behavior, behind your thoughts, behind your feelings, which is a relative level of awareness, but whatever is that level of awareness, as we become aware of the nature of awareness, as we become conscious of the nature of consciousness, we can elevate it and get an even bigger picture you know, as you float upwards or climb a hill, your horizons broaden, you see more, well, in the same way you can understand more. And the magnetic nature of that, the way in which like attracts like, the way in which we do indeed reap what we sow, is it the heart and soul of all of this, and the reason why it's important to give thanks, not merely the psychology of building relationships by telling people how much you appreciate them and having them in your life and what they do for you, but to actually fill your life with the natural abundance that the universe offers. And as they say, nothing short of bringing meaning and and purpose to your life. So important is the understanding of this reap what you sow or karma or You go where you look, get what you expect, what goes around, comes around, level of awareness. So, again, if you have not yet enrolled for the premium training, many are enrolled for 13 weeks at a time, a quarter of a year, you get a nice discount for that, or perhaps for the full year, but you can sign up. Still for a very small amount of money. Six ninety five US and that's like half of what lunch costs in the local coffee shop for a single class and pay the retail rate. Just go to our primary website after the W's, it's dot the Ageless Wisdom dot com and again with your ATM card bank card, credit debit card, you can sign up in a flash. In addition to the thank you page providing the URL address and the password, there will be an email sent to you also that will confirm that. So if you're not able to listen right away or you can't hear the whole program, it usually runs about 90 minutes. You'll be able to come back at your convenience as long as you save the URL and save the password. Save that email, in other words. and You can also download the programs as MP3s to your computer after the fact and build a nice library. A lot of people do that. So here in the free forum, let's talk a little bit about the magnetic nature of awareness, the law of attraction. You know, when I first started teaching mind science and human potential and personal development, self-help, personal improvement, there's lots of names for it. We used to say, as a kind of an aphorism, thoughts create reality, or whatever you look at expands. Well, this is true enough, but now that we have books and movies that are increasingly popular like the DVD, The Secret, for example, that, that sold millions of copies. I think it's important for us to realize that beyond thoughts being magnetic, it's really actually the awareness behind the thoughts that is magnetic in nature. Now, again, what is awareness, and how is it different from thinking? Well, I think a couple of quick examples. For example, who does not know the experience of sitting at a traffic light? And the light turns green, but you're not aware of it. You're thinking about something else. And so somebody behind you honks the horn to let you know that, the light's not getting greener than it already is. And maybe you should move along through the intersection and you sort of come to that doesn't mean that you're not intelligent or you're not well-informed. You're not a smart person that has nothing to do with knowledge intelligence. It's awareness fact there's exaggerated versions of that where sometimes you're driving in traffic and city streets or down a freeway and maybe five or ten minutes goes by and you suddenly come back into your awareness and you're not really sure how you got where you are in fact you may not even know exactly where you are. You have to look around for street signs or highway signs and, whoa, how did I get here? And if your life depended upon telling someone what songs were playing on the radio for the last eight or 10 minutes, you probably could not do that either. Again, not evidence that you're foolish or stupid or ignorant or poorly informed or just not intelligent. It indicates a lack of awareness. So, just as there is awake and asleep, I'd have you consider that there's different levels and degrees of being awake. And the more awake, and the more aware, the more watchful, and the more conscious we are of what we watch. And interestingly, the less we judge or analyze what we watch— But simply look at it without judgment, without imagination, without naming it, categorizing it, analyzing it, deciding whether it's big or small, right or wrong, good or bad. The greater is the magnetic nature of that awareness, and the more likely it is to attract, to magnetize and draw into your life Goodness, truth, and beauty. Harmony and love and peace of mind. Patience and tolerance and generosity and humor and wisdom and all that is positive, all that is joyful, all that contentment, fulfillment, and satisfaction could possibly mean. Now, if you are not a grateful person if you're not taking time to be thankful for what you do have in terms of your objects, your possessions, your financial income and level of prosperity, even more importantly, your relationships, opportunities that come your way, especially to make a significant difference in the lives of other people, to go beyond self-interest, to always look at the greater good, to let go of egotism and self-centeredness in favor of humility and how can I help other people for the remarkable rewards that come to everyone. When you expand your sense of self from you or me, to you and me. Not just in your family, or even your immediate neighbors. Your neighbor, in a spiritual sense, is every single human being on this planet. But you don't even stop there. It's important to appreciate the animal kingdom. And I mean not only domestic animals, but farm animals and feral animals in the wilderness. The plant kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, for the very oxygen that it provides to sustain life in the animal and human kingdom. And to clean the water, for example, to attract the rain in the first place, the plants of the oceans that you may not see as well as land plants and the beauty of the flowers and the role that that plays in providing food and and making the mineral kingdom available to us. It's through the plants that we gain access to the nutrients of the mineral kingdom as well. Be grateful for the mineral kingdom, for the sky, for the earth, for the clouds, for the rivers, for the galaxies, for the stars, to the corner of the universe. Allow your appreciation and gratitude to spread, for that enhances the magnetic nature of awareness and brings even more abundance into your life. If, on the other hand, we take this for granted, we get used to it. We become accustomed to what we have and we fail to set aside time and maybe even the effort to place our attention deliberately, consciously, purposefully on what we do have. If instead we allow advertisers and politicians and other influential movers and shakers in the society to focus our attention on desire, to obsess on what we do not have. Again, a modicum of desire is necessary for any kind of attainment or achievement, to make a contribution to the world. And we've done programs on the difference between what it means to desire and what it means to aspire. So, We could argue that aspiration is a little different than to be desirous of objects, for example, or even relationships. But without getting too far afield, when you focus on what you do not have and put your attention on acquiring more, that magnetic nature of awareness behind your thoughts and your feelings and your behavior begins to attract emptiness and lack of abundance, begins to attract no thing because that's what you're looking at, what you do not have. And so it attracts nothing at all. And you begin to feel empty and hollow. Your relationships are not as fulfilling. Even what physical objects you do own and possess don't seem to fulfill you as they once had. And it can create a vicious cycle of then wanting more and wishing for more and being desirous of more and even judging the universe. God or fate or destiny or providence or the absolute, whatever you may call it, for not giving you all of these things that you say you deserve And you start thinking, gosh, I'm a good person and I work hard and I'm generous and kind. I'm not a bad, evil person. I don't want to hurt anybody. Why don't I have more in my life? Well, because it's a matter of you, again, magnetizing the very thing you're looking at. If you look at the half-empty part of the glass, what do you create but emptiness? But when you look at the part of the glass that's full, you fill the glass till it spills over the top and there's more and more and more, especially as you give it away, as you share it, as you offer it up freely without condition, without a need for anything in return, without even a need for gratitude or appreciation from others. For your job is to give love, to give thanksgiving, to give gratitude and appreciation out into the world. And what you get back is beautiful, but you always initiate it by the giving. And it's really that simple. Now, if you think about it, if you reflect on it, especially if you meditate on it, you get a real profound awareness, a much expanded awareness, and an even stronger magnetic pull. Close your eyes for just a minute. Let's do a quick little visualization exercise. Take a nice, slow, deep breath, and as you exhale, ah, relax and feel the letting go. With your eyes closed now, allow yourself to settle down, to soften. To yield to relaxation, a letting go feeling, like butter softening on a warm day. And give thanks for your finances, even if you'd like them to be more, especially if you'd like a greater flow of financial support in your life. Give thanks To providence, to the absolute, to the universe, to God, to any saint or savior or religious icon or figure that's significant to you, express that appreciation now, upwardly and outwardly in all directions. In the same way, offer up and give away thanks for your relationships, for people who love you and care about you, for those who make a difference in your life, who contribute to the quality of your existence. Be thankful for your relationships. Offer up freely, without condition, without a need for anything in return, an appreciation for the opportunities that come your way, that you might be even more aware of opportunities that you've overlooked in the past, the opportunity to learn lessons from what some people might call mistakes or failures. Embrace those as opportunities to learn, to evolve, and to grow. For this is the purpose of being to unfold and expand, to be more, and transmute confusion and ignorance into understanding and love. And express your gratitude for the other kingdoms, the animals, the plants, the mineral kingdom, and the goodness and the truth and the beauty of all that surrounds you. The stars, the galaxies, to the corners of the universe and beyond. Let your love, your gratitude, your appreciation know no bounds and feel that deep and profound letting go feeling knowing that that enhances the magnetic nature of awareness and creates a wonderful upward spiral onward, upward, better and better toward health, happiness, love and prosperity take a deep breath As your exhale ah Open your eyes back in the room, wide awake, feeling fine, alert, and most grateful. Happy Thanksgiving, happy holidays, and if we do not hear from you or see you in the Mystery School in a few minutes, we'll talk to you next week, okay, on the 1st of December 2013. Have a wonderful day, a great week, a happy Thanksgiving, and As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. So long from Los Angeles.